This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Seagull Social. I am your host Maz and of course I'm joined by Ryan and Ben. Boys, um, what a terrible, terrible <laughs> week to be a Brighton fan. Happy I mean, birthday could... to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh god. Right, right, your, curse. Curse, your curse is actually real. Like, I don't want you having a birthday. I don't want you having a birthday you. ever again. Simple. Hey. I, it's I, actually a shambles. I fear for next February. I can't lie. Fear for next February. Hopefully, we don't pl- play like Leeds or Palace next February. Otherwise, we're, we're in trouble. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't play anyone in February. Hopefully, there's like a five <laughs> month and we just don't play. Yeah. Like, I'm like a lockdown next it, February or something. Sack it all off. <laughs> um, right, boys. We usually go through like how we usually do it. We go through like the game, don't we? But I think we need to talk about the big, big talking point from the game. Now, just to be clear, from this is from my angle. Like that for me, it didn't. It it didn't like. Um, make sure that the game was the outcome of that because of that that thing that happened with the referee. Like we we still missed two penalties. Like do you know what I mean, yeah, it was yeah. our own fault that we lost. Like we can't blame it on a referee. But of course, what happened was mental. So Ryan, let's start with you. What was when that happened? Right when when he disallowed that goal, were you first of all clear on what happened? And second of all, like do you think they handled it the right way? <laughs> if anyone comes out and says that he handled it the right way, they are absolutely lying because that there is no way on earth that anyone on this planet can tell me that he handled that in the right way. It was abysmal. Yeah. And I said at that moment, I'm pretty sure I put a tweet on saying sack Lee Mason right now because he does not have a clue what is going on in this game. And he, yeah, I'm he pretty sure one of the ex-referees even said that he lost his focus in his own words and I was Yeah, thinking, Dermot Gallagher said that, didn't he? Yeah, if you're if you're losing focus in any other profession and you can't stay, you know, I'm pretty sure Lewis Dunk said at half time he didn't want to speak to him, he didn't tell him a reason and even after mm, yeah, full time Graham Potter didn't he he still didn't have a reason. So if yeah. if you can't give a reason as a as to why you made your decision and then went back on your decision and then went back on that decision, I'm sorry, in any other any other profession you're going to be in serious trouble. And yeah. just because it's referees, everyone's like, oh no, protect the ref, protect the ref. Why? Why protect that. the ref? Yeah. Why yeah. protect the ref? It's Sorry. their fault. It's, this one is all on him. And no one can say, oh, it's all mm. VAR, VAR. This one is on the single man that is Lee Mason. It's not on... Single man reveal yourself. <laughs> single man reveal. <laughs> Lee Mason. It is on, it's on one individual who cost us mm. 
um, that goal. And I'm not going to say, as you said, Maz, it doesn't cost us the game because technically, yeah. if you miss two penalties in a game, you don't deserve anything. But I mean, come on now, that was preach, just pathetic. Stuff, preach, embarrassing, yeah, that was a shambles. embarrassing. And Ben, anything, anything to add, or, or any other kind of viewpoint on on the whole situation? I'll go, I'll, I'll go from a different angle, right? And I'll do it as a West Brom fan. Um, Lee Mason, mm. and I, I get what people are saying about how free kicks are meant to be the advantage of the attacking team because they fouled it. I get that. But also, I feel like Lee Mason, I don't know, as a West Brom fan, I'd be annoyed at Lee Mason for blowing, saying the free kicks, to, to take the free kick, sorry, whilst your goalkeeper still sorting out the ball by the post. Mm. I, I watched Ben Foster's um, Cycling GK and he actually said about it, this was, this was like a couple months ago, he was like, whenever we have a free kick, I'll make sure to go to the referee uh, straight away and say, when I'm ready, ref. And then the referee mm. sometimes like will say, yeah, okay, when you're ready. And yeah. then ref- Ben Foster will put his thumb up. And, uh, but yes, the referee just said, yeah, go for it. Lewis Dunk done what he did against Liverpool, which was perfectly legal last season. Mm. Why wasn't it legal this time? The yeah. fact that he blew the whistle again, panicking so much. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure it like, I'm panicking, I'm going to lose my he... job. <laughs> I'm panicking. I know. Ruin my weekend. Yeah. You bloody ruined my weekend. The, um, the fact he, he went to the monitor... Again. To check his yeah. decision. Yeah. You know if you blew the whistle or not. You don't have to check it on the thing. Oh, did I blow this? If you don't know that. They were yeah. checking whether it went it. over the line, though. <laughs> the second whistle, I think they were checking whether it went over but, the line. But wasn't, yeah, but but wasn't the rule, though? You should know that. You should know but when Yeah, but is it, is it, so yeah. apparently the rule, so apparently the reason why it was ruled out was because he blew his whistle before the ball went over the line. Yeah. So apparently that's why it was disallowed. Yeah, which right. I yeah. just, but why yeah. did he blow the whistle? Uh, because he, yeah. Yeah, because the West Brom goalkeeper wasn't ready. I think he panicked because Sam Johnson wasn't ready. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he also obviously all the West Brom players ran over to him. It's like we weren't ready, we weren't ready. They're yeah. out the wall. But so, mate, I don't. But this play, is, like some pundits well, are saying that that's okay. Like the attacking mm. team should be able to take a quick free kick. Mm. I think Gary Lineker even said like he's trying to make it a thing where like, you can take a free kick straight away. Exactly. As soon mm. as you get the free kick. It's their fault yeah, if they haven't my... got themselves prepared. You can't prepare. Prepare to fail, mate. Yeah. It's your no, no, fault. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan you, you make a good point, though. Like, why, why has he blown it for a, free, a quick free kick then? If I, I just understand why he's blown it so quickly if he wasn't prepared to... I, I just Yeah, it does make sense. But a good mate, point you made, Ben, he about... He donkey, didn't he? Yeah, oh, God, but 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 no, but a good point you made, Ben, about the the West Brom angle. So um, a guy on Twitter as well, uh, sorry, on Instagram, DM'd us as well, saying he was a West Brom fan, and he said, "Let's be real, though, he shouldn't have been allowed to take the free kick whilst the keeper was on his post." But then I I replied with Thierry Henry did it back in the day, and it counted, so why not now? And it's the referee referee's error, not ours. But then he said, also, it's not our error. So I get it, like I, I get it from their perspective as well. It's like, what do you do in that situation? What what do you reckon? Let's start with you, Ryan. What would you have done if you were the referee there? You know you fucked up, right? which he did. He knows he's messed up. What 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 else could he really have done apart from the fact what he did? Like we what else could given, he do? He, he should have he should have just given you can't I'm sorry, right? You cannot blow your whistle and then point to the thing to give the goal and then say actually yeah. no, no I don't want to do that. You can't do that. You <laughs> mate, you can't yeah, that, do that's that. Where he's the fact, yeah, you should that's not messed have, up. Your decision's final. Make your decision and stick with it. Don't make yeah, a decision and change your mind. Because it undermines you, it doesn't it, next just... time? Yeah, it undermines yeah. you next time, doesn't it? Like, but... then no one's going to respect you as a referee anymore because you've, you've, well, not only, that's not definitely not his first ever error because we all know from, uh, what was it, Wolves, uh, Nuno Espirito Santos had that big, yeah, had that big sort of rave about him and he got fined, was it 25k for coming out and speaking about him? So I dread to think what Dunkey's going to get now but that's uh, the thing. for coming out. I think, he, I think Dunkey's got away with it because Luke Shaw's already been fined for the thing he said. Uh, oh really Chelsea game yeah well, that's someone yeah. made a big deal saying how's Dunk got away with it but Luke Shaw's been fine straight away 
Mm. I said because no one cares about Brighton, and it's quite true. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. but, it, but the thing no, is, 100%. like Dunk didn't say anything too outrageous. He didn't say anything that bad. He just said it was embarrassing, no, and the ref needs to come and yeah. speak to the media. And I don't mm. understand why they can't just come and justify their decisions. Because if you can't, as I said, in any other profession, if you can't justify your decision for something, then you're going to be yeah. in serious trouble of as to why you made that decision. If you can't, it's like me mm. saying something, anything about oh I decided to go for a walk today and then I thought actually no I don't want to go for a walk today halfway through it's like oh yeah but I can't remember if I made that decision or not let me go watch the TV screen to see if I thought <laughs> I actually said that well, it's just like yeah. mate you can't can't go back on your decisions and if the higher ups in what football are the main... can't okay. you know, I was going to say if the higher ups in football can't see what's going on then how are we going to understand what's going on because mm-hmm. as you said about Nuno being fined 25 grand or whatever it was this is the trouble. All the time these referees are so overly protected and they're always going to be the ones in the right, even though they don't give any justification for what they're doing. We're just going to keep going around in circles. And if anything, it's going to get worse. And this is the trouble with modern football. We're just going, it seems to be like we're just forgetting what the purpose of football actually is. I feel like that's the way we're going right now. And the way that football's going, is, it's scary because I think it will kill the game eventually. People will lose interest in football. And I, for one, am one of those people because after watching, and this is not just as a Brighton fan watching that, I'm talking as no, a football true. fan in general, watching not only just the officials, in, but the, the VAR and then still getting it wrong. If you if yeah. this is going to keep continuing, eventually people will give up with watching it. And I, like, if you were a football fan, I saw someone summed it up really well. If you weren't a football fan and you're watching football for the very first time, you could not tell you yeah. what a red card is, a yellow card is, offside is, handball is. You could not say. Yeah. You could no, not I, tell you I what was going to say. I was going to go go further than that, Ryan. I couldn't. If I was a new person watching football, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it and go, "Wait, what do you like about this?" Because watching football nowadays mm. is just pure stop and start, just stress. Yeah. And like even in the Chelsea match, like the referee said to Harry Maguire, um, "It's what Luke Shaw said." He said that the referee said, "Oh, I can't give that. Otherwise, there'll be so much." Um, yeah, that was terrible. What did he say? So yeah, there'll be so said, much like so much um, controversy. So much yeah. it will cause so yeah. much controversy. But it was yeah. a penalty. So like yeah, the fact yeah, that he that, done yeah, it because of awful. the controversy after terrible. the game, that is that, and percent and a hundred percent the Lee Mason incident was the big factor in his decision for the next day, like uh, yeah. for the Man-, Man United game. He's obviously thought, oh right, I don't want the same outrage out, you know, the but focus no on me. Threats, all that kind of stuff. There's no consistency. No, exactly right at all. Yeah, there's the, no the, consistency. That would whatsoever. that wouldn't happen again. That wouldn't happen next yeah. week. That wouldn't happen last week. It's only because yeah. it's these one-offs, and as I said, you wouldn't be able to say what a yellow or red card is. If I was a, if I was a complete <laughs> neutral watching that, I'd never ever watched get football before, and I watched that David Luiz instant where he got sent off, and that's a red card. Mm. And then I watched another one where someone's through on goal and gets hacked out. I can't remember. It was a game that he didn't get. I think it was in the West Ham game, and he didn't get sent off. And it's like, well, how is that yeah. not a sending off? And it's like, if you can't see that, how are you ever going to understand the rules of football? And as I say, we're going down no, a dangerous path right now of football becoming a joke because the offside yeah. rule is a joke. I don't understand the handball rule anymore. I don't understand the free kick rule anymore. And it's yeah. just two stop and start. We're going to end up like the NFL soon. We're going to be stopping and having quarters. <laughs> I mean, going we might as well just have yeah, our orange juice at half time. Just... Yeah. Go yeah. back, back to Lee Mason. He, um, I think the, obviously he made multiple errors, but I think the one error after the whole blowing the whistle thing he should never have then made the decision before going to VAR. He shouldn't have gone, oh no, okay, it is a goal. Before yeah, he should yeah, have yeah. gone to VAR and then seen if yeah. it was a goal or not. But the fact that he didn't give it, he gave it, all the Brighton players celebrated and then yeah. he went back and said, oh no, I just checked VAR, it's not a goal. He should never yeah. have yeah. made the second He's decision. He's had three decisions yeah, in the space before. of five he minutes. Has VAR, that's what VAR is for. 
to make yeah. sure that his next decision is the but right one. But basically, essentially, essentially, what, what happened was he messed up by blowing the whistle in the first place. He'd really, he quickly realised he fucked up, and he's like, "All right, I'll blow it again just to save himself a bit of embarrassment." And then, if anything, he actually made it twenty times worse because of what what he did and his actions. And it's just not look. Yeah, like you said, Ryan, the stand, the referee uh, standards at the moment is is in the mud. It's at an all time low. Like it's actually shambolic to be claimed as we're one of the best you know take um was it best leagues in the world and we've arguably got probably the worst in europe i'd say well there's no worst there's no mistake that there's no english referees in any international competition it's not that's yeah. not coincidence it's because they're incompetent that's why and that's been the case for so long i mean it's only getting worse as we say so something needs to change and until people start people start actually making a thing of it because we say it we complain and then we go on and then it doesn't matter and at the end of the day as i say they'll be protected so you know, it, it sort of gets blown under and then a couple of weeks will pass, there'll be more controversy, but, you know, that will then pass. It's just like something needs yeah. to happen because it will get to a point where football's football loses it. It will lose it. And if the, I put a tweet on earlier 100%. and I said, if there was football it? fans boom, in right boom, now, boom, boom. I said, if there was football fans in right now, sorry to ramble, but I said, if there was football fans in, the amount of abuse and stick these referees would be getting mm. and that there'd be so much more of an uprage, it would be mad. It would be riots everywhere. Yeah. People would be going no, would absolutely be. crazy. But because they do it on social media, oh no, I got I got mm. bullied online because I made an absolutely horrendous decision in the view of the public. Why do you think you got absolutely hounded? I'm not justifying abuse, but mate, come on. If you're in, if you're doing your refereeing in in person, you're going to get a lot worse than what you probably received on your phone. Uh, I've got a stat much. for that. I've got a stat for that, Ryan. So I think I think Martin Tyler said it. He said that um, every that uh, when the fans were there, every five games there would be. Every five games there would be oh god, let me guess right. Every five, yeah, got every five right, games there'll be three I've penalties. The there'll be three penalties, but now every five games there's four. And a, no, <laughs> you're smashing. This I know thing. what you're, you're trying to say. There's oh, a lot absolutely. more penalties now. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, there's a lot more and penalties. I think referees. <laughs> yeah, referees are more comfortable to give the penalties <laughs> because they haven't got fans to give them. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But I, there was a yeah. It was yeah. over like a seven games or five games, well, and now there's like four point five. Every yeah, game. yeah. Well, I can, I can on, see that. On this topic, yeah. on this topic, it's really interesting, actually. So, um, shout out to Nathan Banya who uh, sent this question in. He said that has VAR been more or less beneficial for Brighton over Albion? Now, I've I've got an article that was actually written just, literally just yesterday, and they basically what they've done they've tallied everything. It's really really comprehensive yeah, as well. I've got it in front of me. Yeah. This is really good. So, um, so Brighton and Albion, we're plus two, which means, so essentially we've had 15 uh, decisions overturned. We've had one rejected overturn and we've had um, two leading to goals. Which So these are all decisions leading to goals and we've had two disallowed. Um, so basically, and I can give you like, they've literally listed everyone as well. So the West Brom game, we had um, obviously, yeah, the one we just spoke about. We had Sheffield United where L- uh, Lundstrom was sent off and that went for us. Uh, Fulham, yeah. we had Adam Lana disallowed for handball. That was against us. Uh, and then Southampton, obviously, Carl Walker-Peters. That went against us. Uh, and then we had the Liverpool game. We had it, so a decision four. So basically, they've listed like four and against. So we're, overall, uh, I think we're plus two. So that basically, to answer Nathan's question is, it seems like we have actually had it in our favour, sort of two times so, more than it's been against us. But let me I've, answer I've made this then. point before. Sorry, Ryan. Okay, go on, Ben. Sorry, I'll only be really quick. I've made this point before, but... That's not down to us being lucky. That's down to the referees making the the error the first time. So lunchroom, oh, of example. course. Yeah, so yeah like, of course. The fact that the we're plus two, like, is, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Exactly, mm. exactly, exactly. That's that's what I was going to say. If the overturns, how many of these decisions were given wrong? I mean, 
how many of them are common knowledge that should have been overturned mm-hmm. anyway? How many of yeah. these yeah. are just completely that's down, stupid? Yeah. And that's the pop, that's the problem we've got. That's where there needs to be an asterisk and all of these. But then, but yeah, then, but then, exactly. to then, but then to go, but then to go again. So then to go back to you guys is then that means the referees have made a wrong decision. But then VAR, so so let's say okay, so the referees have been bad and they made a bad decision. But then VAR has then rectified that decision. So it's not how we're so for, in my view, it's not how VAR is bad. Are we VAR is a bad machine? It's how it's being used. So the referees are incompetent and they're the ones using yeah. VAR. So it, yeah. not only are they firstly making the, the mistake, but then they're using VAR to then like. The, yeah, the people using the are basically is, idiots. The trouble we've <laughs> That's got, basically what the trouble the, we've the, got the is we've is. got the laws are so ridiculous now, and I think that Graham Potter said it himself. When it seems as though any contact in the box is now foul, but if you're outside of the box, mm. it's not. And that's what to me is really getting to me because I don't understand what counts as a foul. And people are going to say, yeah, but Ryan, you still you still lost the game, but you still missed missed so many chances. Mate, I literally put on a thing when we had our penalty in our favour and I said that's not a pen because it wasn't. I'm sorry. That was never yeah, a penalty. Yeah, one wasn't. That was, that was never a penalty. And I said that it wasn't. I said, I, to be honest, I think both of them weren't penalties, to be fair, that went our way. Um, yeah. So I'm not saying I'm not saying that I think that VAR is, is, or, is, it, it, is or isn't whatever it is. But my point is, it's slowing the game down so much now to the fact where... If there was fans at these grounds right now, I can guarantee you would be fed up because I remember mm. before before all the COVID stuff and we were at the games, Ben, you'll remember, mate, the amount of times VAR screen come up and we were just sitting around waiting, waiting for something to happen. Mm. We don't know what's going on. And it's, yeah, it's just ruining, it's, it? it's killing the game. I'm sorry, it's killing the game because we're slowing the game down so much to the point where we're analysing the tiniest of pixels of contact and saying, oh yeah, that's a foul, that's a red card. Come on. Is that enough to bring down a six foot five person? No, it's not. No, it's not. I agree with you with the I agree with you the Welbeck one, that wasn't a penalty. I think he won the ball and then took out a cross. But I think the first yeah. one in the rules of handball, that was a handball. Yeah. And if that in was the given rules a handball, of handball then why now. wasn't Hudson Adoy's if why wasn't yeah. Hudson Adoy's? Because I think Hudson Adoy's probably more blatant than um yeah, than MCDM's handball. It's because but also so going talking about VAR or West Brom, I feel like you know Conley's miss when he scarred over the bar when everyone's saying he should have scored. I think that would have been a disallowed anyway because Leon, uh, Lionel Messi. I was about to say that. Uh, it hit Mopey's hand on the, on the, in the, in the yeah, build-up. Yeah. yeah. And that probably yeah. would have been disallowed anyway yeah. to save him. But no, I, I, save his I think just, just to summarise this, because we could we could go on about this all day. And I, we I'm have to talk about the yeah. actual game now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, just to, just, just to summarise, I, th- I think there's a lot of, um, yeah, we can argue sort of for and against VAR all the time, but I, I personally think this is my personal opinion. I just think it goes, it just all whittles down just just to pour. We have a, a, a terrible standard of referees in this country, and I think that's Animals. what needs to be looked at first. And rules, yeah, and rules um, that need to be looked at first and foremost, and then and then we can then really implement VAR and how it should be used because you see it being used properly around Europe. It's just for some reason we can't do it here, which is very strange but yeah the, the trouble I mean, again we can go on about is, this for, for I'll, I'll, I'll have one more thing because I'll just say the trouble we've got go and this is this is to back wrap it up for us Ryan wrap right? it up because alright this is to back the referees in a sense because I'm not just going to go and slander every single ref right but on a lot of the time they are making the wrong decision on a lot of the time they're making the wrong decision but I think the amount of stupid rules that's come up with the handball rule that's been changed six times this season the uh, offside rule has been changed a million times this season, etc. 
the referees are probably just so confused because us fans don't have a clue what's going on. Yes, yeah, and point. until until the until it happens, we don't know there's been a change. They'll say, "Oh yeah, this rule was changed three weeks yeah. ago. Was it? Since when? Why don't you tell us that?" <laughs> so us fans are. It's, it's like now, doesn't tell us about injuries, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. But it's on a broader scale, and we are <laughs> all so confused and baffled. And I'm not just saying this about this game, and I'm not being biased. I watch so many games of football and whether it whether it's in my favour or whether I'm watching it as a neutral, it winds me up to the same amount because mm. it just it just kills the game. And, and De Bruyne said it so perfectly in a few, I think it was a couple of months ago. And he said before 12 years, he said 12 years I've been playing as a footballer. He said there's been no rule changes in football and I've loved every single second of it. But in the last two years, we've had probably, I think, 15 changes or something ridiculous to the rules. He said, I don't have a clue anymore. He said, if I don't have I a remember clue, that, yeah. the referees was, don't have a clue, the managers don't have a clue, how so, on yeah. earth are the fans going to have a clue what's going on? Because hmm. we, we know a lot less about football than they do. So it's the stupid rules. It's the poor officiating too, don't get me wrong. Mm. And I also just don't, I don't, I'm not with the VAR. I'm still not with it. I, I, you can call me old fashioned on, in, this, in that sense, but I just miss the old football where I can just go to a game and I have to slow it down to fi- 500 million saint frames per second to see one little bit of contact that may or may not have even happened anyway based on what angle you look at it. It's just, I'm sorry, that's not football to me. That's not football mm. to me. Football to me is going to the game, enjoying myself. One might go for you, one might not. It swings and roundabouts, you know? And now we're at mm. a case of there's actually more controversy since VAR has come in than when there wasn't. And yeah. that's in a short space. I think of time. you make a good point there, Ryan. I think like the fact that like the, all these new changes, maybe these are rules that can't actually be seen by the naked eye. Maybe that's why these referees are making all these wrong decisions mm. because there are all yeah. these there's such such fine details now, all these rules. Like when you think of football, surely you think, Oh, this is a really simple game, people kicking the ball around, you get the ball, you kick it in a net. But it's just so much more than that now. Like all these ridiculous should, yeah. rules of like all these fine margins out there are that obviously referees can't see with the human eye. So yeah. and then you always have to and go to the video right to see the referee. Is that right? That, to you? I don't is know. Right? I don't think so. No. Why did they yeah. change it? It wasn't right, broken. Yeah. I thought VAR was coming in to make the right decisions and that's what it should be, but it's not. It's to spot clear and obvious errors that aren't even clear and obvious anyway. So then we end up going around in circles of getting the wrong decisions. So the VAR isn't even there to get the right decisions. So at the end of it, we're not saying, oh yeah, it's all right though because we got the right decision out of it because that's not the yeah. case and that's not been the case for two years. So either we need to, well not we, but the Premier League well, needs, needs to make a decision by the end of this season and say, look, if we don't fix up and sort this out, people will lose interest and we will yeah. eventually get to a point where fa- fans will not bother. They will not bother. Yeah. I'll I, tell you I, that. I think, I think one solution, Ryan, I think one solution that could help personally, I think what you mentioned earlier about communication, about how we're not, how we're not informed. So I know it's been doing the rounds on, on Twitter and social media. It's the, you know, the video of the Australian referee where he's basically, you can hear exactly what he's saying. Yes, he's got a, yes, a, a yes. clear communication. So that, that for me would be one start. It's like, right, okay, right. So now it, we can hear Stockley Park. We can hear the referee. We can hear their communication between them two. Then that clears a lot of, like you just said, you like, you know, how about we don't know half the time what's going on so if we can hear that clear line of communication that would that would help us as fans but all right okay he, okay we don't agree with it but at least we know now why he's done it do you know what i mean so i think maybe yeah. that could be a solution but you know i would love, just, to, I would just love to hear that but i really doubt we ever will get it let's finalize it with in the it. words of bill shankley himself football is a simple game complicated by idiots and that's it <laughs> there you go lovely we'll lovely 
Yeah, let's move on to the game. Lovely. So, um, Can I yeah. sum up the game? Basically, I knew the game. I knew we had lost the game as soon as I saw Robert Sanchez wearing a hat, which is why I'm wearing a hat today. It's like, <laughs> oh, he started, blaming, thought, he started blaming the oh, yeah. hat, didn't he? So I just realised that. Well, no, I'm, I'm, the sun, I don't, the sun I, not his hat. I mean, I'm going to sound like Jurgen Klopp, but I really do think the sun played a part in their goal. Like, we, oh, there was no... The, the, the sun was glaring down at him. It did, to be fair. And it was just horrific defending. I was just thinking, yeah. you know, the, players are, the West Brom players are attacking that way. They're yeah, not really facing the sun. The, our players are facing the sun. It, and yeah, I just think the sun was beaming down on Robert Sanchez. I don't even know if he was wearing his hat at that point. I think he'd taken no, it off. I think it fallen and, uh, off. Yeah, and it, yeah. I just think, but as soon as I saw him in that hat, I was like, "This is yeah, this is tragic." We're going to lose this game. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there, mate. I actually do. So, I think so I think that did a weird way. Player, player part in that because the whole defending was so poor for that. It was just yeah. a mixed with a lack of concentration, but it was just so poor. We we shouldn't complain, but yeah, I do think the sun did have something to do with that. Because after that, we're pretty Shout sorry. out Jürgen Klopp for the... You look a bit like yeah, Jürgen cheers, Klopp yeah. today, Ben. You do actually like yeah, you look Klopp, yeah. you know. Cheers. Yeah, you actually do, like a younger version of Jürgen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, yeah, the first goal was just... <laughs> was just, <laughs> <laughs> was just it was just shocking defending, wasn't it? It was just, yeah, not not good yeah. from our side. We just turned off uh, a thing. But then we did, we did again, we did what we do brilliantly, is that we dominated possession, we play well, we look pretty, we're all good. And we actually, you know, we did, we were the better team. Let's not, let's not shy away from that. But, I think for the first 20 minutes, we were shot, well, even probably longer than that, we were shot. Shocking! Like it was, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, it was it so was, hard yeah. to watch. First tw- no, first twenty was was shocking. But then after that, we sort of, we did buckle yeah. up our ideas a little bit, and um, yeah, especially after half time as well, we look look we look comfortable. Um, and then yeah, the big talking point which we covered, um, obviously that happened with uh, big old Pascal. And then Pascal started doing crossbar challenge. I thought, what is what are you doing? Like, what was that run up about? And then how he casually sort of just tried to I don't I didn't understand what he was doing. How I was did he get so, so like, much power baffled. on it? With just such like it looked like he tried to do like a dink and it just went bing off of the. Yeah, he almost tried to ping it like a pass, didn't he? That's what it was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. He was like, he was doing like a thirty-yard spray, and I was like, why are you doing a thirty-yard spray for a penalty? I just don't. I was so. Mate, if that was Mope, we wouldn't have heard the end of it. It would have been all over social media and been slandering his name completely, saying Mope's useless, send him back to Brentford, but. You know, I'm not not, not slating Soon. gross, but mate, that was so bad. Yeah. And same oh, with you Conley. know, players players miss penalties. Yeah, and Conley. Yeah, let's mate, talk about. I'm that. Sorry, I don't. I don't. Wait. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about anything you, abuse he's got. You've got to score that. Yeah. You have to score that. Mm. It is an open yeah. goal. Open and Ryan, goal. Ryan, oh, no, not, that, that was the one Ryan. that would have been disallowed though. Realistically, yeah. whatever you got to yeah. score it. <laughs> well, regardless of whether no, it's true. offside or handball, it's not the first time he's done it though. That's what frustrates me. It's not the first time he's yeah, done it. He's done, exactly. he's missed he's missed like three Spurs, like Spurs. Spurs he missed an absolute sitter when he's one on one. Yeah. That was um, and then what was it? Yeah, and then what was the other game? I, I remember he done it once more as well this season. So it's not like okay, fair enough. You, you do it once, we're like, all right, cool. Like you're young, you know, blah blah blah. But it's just it's like two or three times where he's missed really key big opportunities, and it's just frustrating. Like like you said, Ryan, yeah. he has to be scoring out. There's no excuses. And yeah. uh, let, let's. I'm going to ask you a question. So let's start with you, Ben. Um, do you think Connolly now? Obviously not. It's not possible now. But at the end of the season, would you keep him and just you know he's obviously grown a lot, developed, etc. Or would you send him out on loan? Do you think he needs that loan spell in the champ, for example? I don't know. I was going to say, has he developed? Like, I, I've been, I used to, <laughs> I used to rave about. It. I used to love him in the team, like because he actually brought some pace into the team. But it's just it clearly, clearly his confidence is knocked and his ability is lacking. And you can't. I don't know. I don't think he's good enough to be able to get some confidence back whilst playing in the Premier League. I think he probably has to do it at a lower level to find his feet. Do a Harvey Elliott. Yeah, ends. exactly. You know, bite the bullet, go in the Championship. I think that is probably well. That's definitely his level. He's not Premier League level. No idea why we gave him a number seven shirt. 
Who did he? Who lost the bet? Like, how did? <laughs> what did he have on Potter to give him that number? <laughs> Stick with the forty-four <laughs> that he had last season, mate. You no, you're not fit to wear number seven. I'm sorry, but that wow. is that was a really poor. I, know, Ryan, I, I care about my kit numbers, but yeah, number seven for Ryan, Add anything else to that? Oh no, I'm fully with him. I, I, to be honest, you're lucky to even put him in championship because. It, it, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I'm not gonna. I'm not slating him because I know he's got all the abuse and he's deactivated his social media. But you've got to be able to take the the criticism because this is this seems to be the trouble with our players. I'm not talking about hate. I'm not talking about abuse. The trouble with our yeah. players is we seem to be so poor at just admitting when we're rubbish. And mm. the thing is, Ben White always comes up. out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Ben White always seemed to come out and he put out an honest statement. And I think apparently Rob Sanchez did it too. I didn't get to see it though. Yeah. Um, no one else did it. No one else did it. Mm. And what we should be seeing is the likes of Conley, the likes of Mopé, the likes of whoever was playing up front that day, I can't even remember, put out something saying, look, we have not been good enough. We know it, okay? We need to sort it out. We will sort it out. Put out something reassuring, not go quiet and deactivate your social media account because that's not helping anything. I understand you're getting abused. I understand that. But put out something to reassure these fans. Look, I'm going through a bit of a bad stage, but we'll come out of it. Don't just deactivate and go quiet. Because yeah. otherwise, who's going to have faith in you in that? No one's going to have faith in you. That reminds me, Ryan. Need some Veltman after Palace. Veltman after Palace. And I think this might be a mentality issue that some of our players have. He mm. was like, it was almost like, we're really hard done by. We didn't deserve that. Mm. And that's kind of what some of the words he said after Palace. But it, as a professional, like you want to be saying, we weren't good enough. We should do better. Not mm. d- not playing the victim and saying, we didn't deserve yeah. that. We yeah. had, so we should have won. Just, you know, you weren't good enough in front of goal like and move on. That's, that's I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember what that, he said, that's, that's exactly said, but yeah. I took a note of it, a mental note, and thought, yeah, that's not the right mentality mm. to have. Ben, you talk about like uh, this whole luck thing, you know, oh, we're hard done by. I really hate the narrative that we're unlucky. Like that, that's one thing that does really grind me. It's like we're simply not just we're simply not scoring or taking our good chances. That's not luck. That's not down to being unlucky. Which is simply <laughs> we're simply bad. not good enough in front of goal. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly, exactly, enough, exactly. Exactly. So put your hands up, put your hands up and admit it. Like you said, take some responsibility. And I think that's what, as fans, we, we get frustrated by. It's like, yeah, great. He's coming out, coming out saying, oh yeah, we'll do better next time. Great. Like, what does that actually mean? Like, put it into action. We'd rather see you do it than you saying, oh yeah, we'll do better next time. Cheers, lads. Like, it's Have great. Don't get me wrong. Have a bit of fight. Yeah, Have yeah. A bit of, I think that's what we're missing. You know, that's what we're missing. Bit of fight. Because, you know, yeah. deactivating your social media account after a loss... No fan's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, Conley's going to come back firing because he's just been sulking about it instead. Like, we want you to be coming out mm. saying, look, we're going to smash yeah. him next week. We're going to go into him. We're going to give everything we've got. I'm going to train hard this week and really give it my all. I just don't see mm. that coming from him at the moment. And I'm not mm. putting it on the whole team because we've been good. But in front of goal, we've been so poor. So all the attackers, yeah, including midfield as well, I'm not just saying strikers mm. and, and wingers, including midfield because our goals in midfield is so light we're not getting anything out of them really mm. um, you'd like to be seeing the likes of Gross and McAllister scoring more goals even you know Bissouma maybe even popping up a few times I mean look at Socek mm. for um, West Ham he scores goals for fun yeah. over there so you know I'd quite like us I'd quite like us to have like um, when Jakob Moda come on I thought he looked quite strong he looked very good mate I thought yeah, he looked class he's had that unbelievable cross as well didn't he yeah yeah, yeah done that really yeah. good cross yeah, yeah. So got mate, into that as well. put him in with Bissouma Gross and McAllister I think for Leicester and just mm. change it up a little bit because we need something we, we can't just yeah. go with this you know insanity formula where we're going to keep trying to do the same thing and hope it works next time because throw shit in it's going to be and hope the... something sticks that's yeah, yeah it's it's not going to work mm. <laughs> we, if no. if we line I found up Veltman's quote by the way 
Go on. Um, go on. Sorry, Ryan. It goes, I think the first half was not our best game. Yes, fair enough. Um, yeah. Their goal came out of nothing. We deserve three points. It feels like a robbery of our points. I heard some numbers and he said some match stats. And he said, they're unbelievable. Palace got away with it. And then, yeah, mm. people were all saying like, yeah, well uh, done, that's mate. the mentality you should have. They got away with nothing. It's just because we failed to do our job, right? Yeah, yeah. Facts. Like you can't keep blaming. Oh, this we're unlucky. Like that's just terrible it's narrative to have. Yeah. Just yeah. Just like Ryan said, take some fucking responsibility and actually admit. Yeah, we're not we're not being good enough in front of goal. Like it's simple. And what are you going to do to to rectify that? Well, put it in the back of the net. How about that? How about you instead of writing your captions? How about you go down the do some more training in front of goal? How about that? Um, but yeah, yeah, that's what, that's yeah I mean, I think it's frustrating. That's why I think on the whole Connolly situation and applies for any other player that wants to then take a social media break. Get off your phone and start scoring some goals. Then, then the fans will love you again. That's all mm. it's going to take. Just show a bit of fight. As I said about Mikhail Smith yeah. and Sakiri and etc. You show a bit of something about them. You know, they may not be the best players in the world, but at least they care. You know, that's that's all you want. Mm. You want someone to yeah. look interested. And mate, for me going into Leicester. Change it up, you know, because it's clearly not working. And if I see mm. Mope, Trossard, etc., in front again, and I'm just like, we're not. We're just gonna yeah. be the same stuff. It's I, just gonna be the same. I want, stuff. I want, I want Mope and Trossard Connelly to be dropped. Well. Like, yeah, 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 no, yeah Connelly I, I, as well. I think Mope dropped. I'd, I'd stick with Trossard. I think he's, he's really. No. He, I think he's good. I just think Mope yeah, and I, two strikers. No. The strikers need to swap. No, I think, I, I, I think we need, to, we need to get, get rid of Trossard. It's not gonna Mope, score, is get, it? That's the thing. They just not no, but he he he's quite selfish as well. Like I know, don't get me wrong. His his form's definitely. You know when I had that rant about him. Like since then, he's actually his form's actually picked up. And mm, admittedly, yeah. like he, he's actually done well, right? True. But I still think he, he sometimes he's selfish and he doesn't make the right. Same with Mope. They don't make the right decisions when they need to sometimes. And I feel like that's what's letting them down at the moment. It's like they're either not laying it off or passing it or or they're shooting in the wrong positions. Like I think um there was an article actually I read. Uh, it was a really good article. He did an um he's an he's an analyst. Ana- I can't even say the word. He analyzes analyst. analyzes <laughs> yeah, analytics. An- I can't even uh, say analysis. It, analyst. Yeah, I don't analyst, know why I can't yeah. say it. He's an analyst, that's it. For Tottenham, uh, he's an analyst for Tottenham, but he basically went out his way to do an analysis on Brighton and uh, and why we can't score. And he made a really good point about how um, basically Mope um, doesn't shoot in the right positions. And he also sometimes makes the wrong decisions in the sense of where he, where he shoots. And I think that was that was like spot on for me. It's like he doesn't he doesn't do it in the right positions and he makes the wrong decisions a lot. And that's what frustrates me with him. I think he just needs a bit of time out the the team to maybe work on these things, you know, do a bit of extra in training on when to shoot, when not to shoot, when to pass, those kind of things. Again, I'm not I'm no expert, but surely if these are things aren't working for you, then maybe you have to do something to, yeah. to change it. Like I couldn't tell you who our attacking coaches are. Like I'm not, I don't know, like who who <laughs> get is Bobby Z in, get Anderson. Bobby Zamora in, who, yeah, get, get Bobby Zamora in, someone has a decent one touch get, get yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't know. It just it feel for me from the outside, it it feels like it would be really embarrassing for Potter to go. Look, boys, we're shit in front of goal. We're just gonna all like training. We're just gonna concentrate on shooting because like surely that should be like second nature. You know how to shoot, but mm-hmm. that's what I don't get about like strikers like practicing their finishing. How other than learning new techniques? How much more can you improve? Surely it's just like a natural instinct. I suppose it's a repetitive um, thing, isn't it? Like you're you're repeating the same motion, so it gets become like like you said, becomes nature natural yeah. to you. I suppose that's the only yeah. I suppose that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, to make it. But more I feel like teaching someone how to defend and defending as a unit that's more that makes more sense. You can learn new things teaching mm. someone how to defend. Whereas I think yeah, for some reason I just feel like a striker you just have like you have that natural instinct of how yeah, to you can either score goals. Can we talk about Glen Murray because? 
Well, I, I honestly, I, I think we mentioned it even like a couple months ago, saying about how Glenn Murray, it was like we laughed at it, saying Glenn Murray would fix our issues in front of goal. But genuinely, by looking at all the chances that we create, how many of them are one-touch finishes? Mm. You can't, other than like Welbeck's goal right. against Villa away, when was the last time we had a ball over the top and they keep like one of our players is one-on-one? Or our player uses pace to beat a defender and go one on one and keep and put it around. Well, Aaron Connolly, all of our all, all of our chances, yeah, Spurs like last season. All of our chances are coming from one touch finishes inside the box where Glenn Murray would fucking eat them up. Tell yeah, me I'm wrong. You're wrong. You're right. I mean, if we had Murray, right, yeah. mate, just stick him up there and just say, look, don't come any further back than the the, the, the centre. Stick D. him up there. The centre D's the furthest back you're allowed. So just save all your energy for getting into the box. That's it. That's all you got to do. We just want you there yeah. because I guarantee you, give Murray the ball and he'll score. Simple as that. Simple as that. And I People saying that he's not by. mobile enough. Yeah, that's yeah, my, yeah, big, that's that's my big issue. No, but Who cares? We don't need a mobile striker. When, yeah. Like I said, it goes, right. it goes again. When have we ever seen Mope use his pace, if he has any? Like He's always True. just getting the ball into him, holding it up. Mm. Yeah. Why is a small like five for eight striker exactly. being the player that holds it up for us? Mate, our team that is crying out for sense. a target man. I've always been target man FC. I love target... Men as as a as a position, and I think, mate, if Murray Murray was there, I always stick by the same point. If Murray played for any team in the world, he'd score you goals. If he had the service, he'd deliver. Simple as that. And the only yeah, yeah, the only trouble is he's not going to compete with the legs. That's the only trouble he's got. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is anymore. What do you mean? We certainly haven't. What do you mean? He plays ninety minutes for Forest. Like what do you mean? Yeah, I mean that's that's, the Premier League. That's different intensity. Yeah, hundred percent. I think you can't compare the no, you oh, yeah, it is intense. I, it is intense, but I'm saying you've got to go and beat the likes of Ruben Diaz yeah. every week, rather uh, as opposed yeah. to whoever Barnsley centre half. Alfie Morton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know no, what I mean. I, I He's get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, you can't you can't compare the champ to the Premier League. Unfortunately, I, 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 that's my my biggest thing on Murray is like if, if we did bring him back or whatever like yeah he just doesn't for me he hasn't got the legs anymore uh, unfortunately like, I get what you're saying Ben like he will you know if he's in the right position he will score the goals but I, my doubt is will he get himself now in those positions that's the my thing, thing like is, in the, the Premier League is, as a club we've had what good three years to plan this replacement for Glenn we, we've known that he's coming towards the end of his career he was still mm. banging 10-15 goals every season Potter came in didn't want him because he wants a mobile striker to fit his philosophy but his philosophy almost suits a Glenn Murray striker more yeah. than it does yeah, a Connolly or Mope, without without a doubt. Yeah. Because you know we're we're creating all these chances and trying to play the Man City way of you know tapping it around and then squaring it across the box. It's not working with Connolly and Mope because they're not one touch finishers and they never will be unless yeah. you really drum it into them. So you know that's going to take a long time as well. And you've also mm. got to have, as you say, the natural instinct. We don't have anyone with a natural instinct. I, I don't know yeah. what the likes of. I mean, Tao's record isn't exactly great. I don't know what Sakiri can yeah, be. Because, he's not prolific. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what Tao's, uh, sorry, uh, Zakiri's record can be because just give him a go, you know? give him. And I'm not mm. saying give him a go for one game and take him out again. I'm saying give him a run of games, four, <laughs> five, six games where he can have time to gel mm. in that team and fans won't just go, oh, he's rubbish because he's played 60 minutes. That's not how it works. They've got to have time. Mm. So give him time. Give him a bit, you know, give him a bit of a run and see how he goes because we've got nothing yeah. to lose now, and I can't stress that enough. We've got yeah. nothing to yeah. lose. Nothing will be any worse than sixty-five shots and one goal. You can't get worse than that. So before anyone comes nice. to me and says, "Oh yeah, but you're just talking about Zakiri because you like him," no, I'm just saying we've got a choice, mate. We haven't got, we've not got a single choice as to who we have. Yeah, like, and yeah. donate. Yeah, like, yeah. And donate. 
Get Mate, him. oh, and donate. Is he the saviour? Could he be? No. Like, I saw someone posted his... Someone posted his... <laughs> no, but someone posted the, his goal against Watford when he was playing up front with Mope. I it think, was like two uh, years ago. In, and yeah, it was a one-touch finish goal. bottom corner. Yeah, it was a good goal. It's a great it. goal. But, um, but, but, but he's, had, also, he's like, had a major injury, like, though, since, Ben. He's had a major injury since. Yeah, so. for yeah, about yeah, two years. Like, it, it might take time. Yeah. It'll take time. But also, like... I always say it every every episode. Like, why do we cross the ball into the box when we've got small strikers? None of them are ever going to win a header. I watched City. Obviously, they put their past two City games. Bernardo Silva banging in a couple of headers. Raheem yeah, Sterling yeah. scored a header against Arsenal. Beat True. Rob Holding in the air. So mm. I kind of maybe that does put my point of we should be crossing the ball into small people to shame. But like realistically. Yeah. Maybe, maybe quality, it does though, work with small players. Sterling and Aaron <laughs> yeah, Connolly yeah, and Bernardo Silva. Yeah, I know, but I think, <laughs> so Adam Lallana yeah, no, has been know, staggering, know, to say the least. <laughs> but I think if we if, if we said to Neil Mopé and Sterling to both jump up, they'd probably both reach the same height because they're similar height, surely. Mm, I don't know. I feel I don't like know. maybe they can do it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm saying it can be done, but for us, for us, it doesn't work. You can't back on it, though. And then final thing on the West Brom game. So the final thing, obviously, we've got to talk about Danny Welbeck missing the penalty. Now, I've got a couple of questions for you, boys. So bear with me, all right? There's, there's like two or three different questions I want to ask you. <laughs> well so the first... So, oh yeah. Right, <laughs> so, so the first bad. one, okay. So the first one is... Um, you well, Actually, I want to give you a fact, actually, first of all. Danny Welbeck hasn't hasn't taken a penalty since the 2017-18 season until West Brom. So the fact... So, yeah, so that's what I was going to ask you. Why have we done that? Why do you think... I know, obviously, I get it. Gross missed his penalty, I get it, and you want to switch up, maybe. But surely... Yeah, he's third best. How yeah. alarming is that? How scary is yeah. that? He's third <laughs> yeah. best. Yeah. Third best, so he has surely... taken a penalty in three years. Oh, my God. But that's surely... But surely... The what... German, one of our German players yeah, missed, missed the penalty. That was... That was... It was going to go out. Yeah, true, actually, yeah. After, after, yeah. after um, Sanchez wearing his hat... A German missed a penalty. It was not our day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, as soon as he, yeah, as soon as he missed that, we knew that that was that was the yeah. end. But yeah, so so my question is, first of all, would you? Okay, so let's start with you, Ryan. Would you? Okay. Uh, would you put Gross back on the penalties? Because you know he's your best penalty taker. Would you give him another go? Just because he missed think, one, that doesn't mean he's going to going to miss again. I don't know because with Gross, right? I said it before I even took it. I said it is Gross taking this, and me and my dad were saying it, and I said. The thing is with Gross, yes, he's got a good record because he scored like nearly every time, but he's never he never scores convincing penalties in my opinion. I mean, <laughs> the ones that, the one that comes to mind is the Man United one where it hits De Gea's leg and nearly goes over the bar. Even uh, the, the, top even the one, one against he, Liverpool. Yeah, that was really sketchy. The, it just the, skimmed Alisson's legs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Tottenham pretty. one where uh, Lloris got a huge hand on it, but he didn't get enough on it. So it's like you know he's not been ever convincing on the penalty spot. Mm. So who else have we got? I mean, Mope. Yeah, is I was about to say who else? Five, I think. So that, who, that's easy. Who else could put in front of it? Mm. Um, Conley, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to imagine. I'm sorry, Aaron, but I'm, I, I would never have you on a penalty. Um, Dunk Bissouma. I, I don't know because who? There's yeah. surely Dunkey, someone maybe. better than Welbeck to be yeah, the Dunkey. next person to take. Lalana. Lalana. Surely. Lalana. Lalana. I was going to say, Dunkey, he on the pitch? Yeah. Oh, no, he was on the pitch. Was he on the pitch though? Penalty taker, isn't it? I mean, if well, he that's takes not a really kicks, Ryan, then that's. I think he takes yeah. our free kicks. That's tragic enough, mate. He's not done. Yeah, <laughs> but he scores it as well. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm and, not then saying. and then, and then my Alex, second question. Back, Chelsea. And then my yeah, second part of my question was, how the hell do you take a penalty that bad? Well, no, actually, it wasn't that that bad. But then for him, to, for then to then forget the rules that you can't hit it after being the penalty well, who taker. Who knew that rule? Sorry, who knew that rule? To be actually? fair, yeah. To oh, be yeah. Fair, that, yeah. That, yeah. That but was, I've actually, that is I think mental. it's the first how, time. Why is that a rule? 
Yeah, 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 that was mad, to be fair. Because I've never actually seen it been done. I think it's the first time ever that, um, I think they said it, the scorecard said the stat, it was the first time ever in a Premier League game that uh, a team has missed by the woodwork from penalties, I think. So, yeah, we're breaking records once again, you know, Brighton and Albion. Yeah, Record breakers. Yeah. Uh, not in the right way, Oops, because, shout, you know, that's just what we do. Shout out to Liam, Lee Mason. Shout yeah. out to Lee Mason. Lee Mason. The one thing he'd done right, I respect. He actually... Re- he remembered the actual rule that he, <laughs> yeah. he, he did his again. job for once. Like the fact, the fact, yeah, how did he remember that? But he forgot how to, you know, referee. That's a actually nuts. Kick. Actually, Jesus that's a, that's a very that's good point. True. Actually, he forgot to be a referee, but he remembers the most obscure rule in the Premier League yeah. rule book. Um, fair play, that's Lee Mason, mate. But yeah, there you go. That's that's the that's the summary of the West Brom game. The less said about it, well, we've said a lot about it, but the less said about it, the better, because it was yeah, it was just another day, same old. Like it was just Groundhog Day. It's just Groundhog Day mate, every day. Bird. Every match day is the same. I think it's one win in six of the last four years, I believe, over the week, right? And that includes two losses to Palace. Um, That game against West Brom, where there's been so much controversy, it's a joke. And Mm -hmm. it also includes the the Newcastle game in the Championship, where they scored two goals in 10 minutes in a top of the table clash. And it was that Modiame goal that flicked Modi over the head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That, That's that all on my awful. birthday. That's one of the worst week. goals I've ever all seen. All on my birthday week, all of those goal. moments. Mate. It, yeah. Exactly. Even my mum said, Ryan, your goal, your, my mum said your birthday's cursed, mate. Like, it's cursed. It's true. It's got to be true. I think it's confirmed. I'm sorry I think to people because people were DMing me saying, oh, you'll be, don't be negative or saying, like, I'm taking it personally. I'm not, I'm, I'm just joking about it, right? I'm not taking it personally. So, like, yeah, yeah I'm not saying I don't think you actually think it's a curse. It's just actually laughable. <laughs> no, but it is a curse. No, I, I genuinely think it is a curse. I genuinely think it is. But I'm not taking it like, oh, it's all deep. But yeah, it's just like, mate, that is actually outrageous to how line. bad we are on my birthday. Yeah. It's, mate, it's, a, bit like, it's a bit like star sign. Astro- <laughs> yeah. The astrology, the astrology merchants out there. Oh, but I'm a Sagittarius, yeah, so my, my personality is different. Well, no, you're just a prick, so... <laughs> How about don't blame your, your astrology on that? Uh, but no, um, no. So <laughs> yeah, look, it was it was a day to forget. Uh, sort of same old stuff, really. When it just can't score, can't take our chances. But then we scary, also had a bit of really. misfortune as well. It's scary. Uh, yeah, but you know, scary. yeah, scary. you know, we, we, let's go on to Leicester game. And we, we actually before we go on to Leicester game, actually, let's do. We put out some questions to Instagram, and we we've answered a couple actually, sort of inadvertently without knowing. Uh, we've actually answered a few, but let's go through them quickly. We've only got a couple to go through. Um, so we we'll start off with them. Um, let's start with you, Ryan. Um, okay. What what do you think our best strike partnership is? <laughs> Oh, what, Duncan Duncan Webster, you reckon? They'll do a job. Oh, They'll do know, a mate, job, yeah. Who's our best strike partnership? I I don't have a clue who our best strike partnership is. Yeah. If, that if Graham Potter doesn't know, if Graham Potter doesn't know, how the fuck are we meant to know? Maybe, I don't know. God knows, to yeah. be honest. Who's our best strikers? Yeah. Ben, who's our best strikers? Go on. Go on, Ben. Go on, Ben. Mate, who who would you? Tell you. Oh, it's I not. It's not that. It's, it's, who would you? Who would you partner, Ryan? Who would you partner? Let's say you play two up top. Who would you partner two up top with? Who would you go for? Well, against against Leicester, I'd say. Um, yes, yeah, against Leicester. Yeah. I'd go Sakiri, and I'd probably keep Mope just because he created a lot of chances. I mean, he he still did a lot off the ball, um, so yeah. I'd I'd still give it to Mope and Sakiri. I I wouldn't have Conley anywhere near it or Welbeck anywhere near the team either. I'd yeah. I'd have Zakiri and Mope just change it. Why not? We've got nothing to lose. Uh, put Moda in midfield as well. I'd quite like to see him and Bissouma together, yeah. um, and have Gross and Alexis McAllister. And then just make up your back five. So yeah, that's how I'll do it. Nice, nice, Ben. What my strike partnership? Yeah, who who yeah. do you have up top? 
Yeah, I used, to, I used to say I used to say Mope and Welbeck, but I just I don't know. It just hasn't. Been, I'll probably stick with them. I'd stick. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, that's what we've seen though, Ryan. You can't say let's play. See, people have been saying let's play Zakiri and Tao. That's probably our best partnership. They haven't mm. played together. So, like, how do we know what they'll be like together? Mm. It's worth trying, but from what we've seen out of comparing it with Mope, Connolly, Welbeck, and Connolly, I, I prefer the little, the large, the little dynamic mm. they have. Yeah, so, same. I'd probably say Neil Mope and Welbeck. But I also, on the striker thing, I saw someone made quite a good point. Since we sold Ajoa, have we ever replaced him properly? We replaced him again with like someone that, we that, tried that, to replace striker. him for. We, we replaced Murray <laughs> with Ajoa when we tried to replace yeah, with Murray Ajoa, with yeah. Ajoa. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we, That's a very good point. And then we still, we still never have ever replaced Ashley Barnes. It never has happened. We've never done it. Yeah. Um, I'll tell selling you what, Ashley I'll Barnes Ashley, was the biggest mistake we've back. ever done. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'd, I'd have him all day long right now. Like he can actually finish for seven hundred grand as well. Why do we let him go for seven hundred yeah, grand? But mad. yeah, I must admit uh, uh, though, uh, saying that, I do think I'm not saying Mope is as good as him, but I'm thinking you know he's not as lethal. But I think Mope will be a bit of an Ashley Barnes in the club because everyone just loves to get on his back. When in reality, mm. he's still got a very similar record to I think how Murray had in his first two seasons. So mm. he's not. You know he's not bad. He just struggles on his own, I think, and I, and that's been the yeah. the case for the last two years, in my opinion. Yeah, he's still struggling on yeah. his own, and um, until they recognise that, put it, give it to Kiri or Welbeck, whoever you give it to, someone mm. needs to step up and be his, his his partner because I think he's the one you want to build around. You don't want to build around yeah. Connolly or Welbeck, really. So I'd give it to them. Yeah, no, and for what it's worth, I'll, yeah, I'd go with you, Ben. I, I, I'd like to see Danny Welbeck, Mope. Now, don't get me wrong; I've always been a big, you, you know, you know, you know me, you know me. I've always been a big Danny Welbeck sort of hater or whatever you want to call it. Like, I've always been a very big skeptic of Welbeck. But like Ben said, I do like that sort of partnership between the little and large kind of combo. Um, so yeah, if it was me, I'd go with those two, uh, Welbeck and him. So next question. Um, who okay so let's just talk about transfers because we've got two from here George J Bullen and Rudy 544 they basically said who would we bring in and who would we bring uh, take out in the summer transfer window so let's try and keep it straight to the point let's go for it uh, Ben you start us off oh Ben Ben you're, you're on muted, mute mate. Ben <laughs> 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 sorry who, who would we sell and who would we sign yeah who would we sign and who would we sell the Chris Kamara um, moment right I mean yeah, it was. Let's, uh, I'll Not cash in on Davey Proper. I'll cash in on Davey Proper. proper. Ooh, I can't see him getting in the team. Really? Yeah, true. I don't know. Go on, go on, go on. Whilst we can. Yeah, he's not, realistically, we've got too, much, too many people ahead of him now. I think he's. Yeah. we need to cash in, cash in on him whilst he's still valuable, I suppose. Yeah, um, who would we sign, realistically? Um, I think Tammy Abraham. I've seen his name come around. Would he, would he drop down to our level? Is that, that's quite he's got over 100 grand a week, though. That's the only trouble. I think he's on 150k. Is he though? Yeah. Is he actually? I don't, I don't know. There's no, but I think there's he's on 150k. No way. But oh, we're giving it, we're giving, come. we're paying a hype man in Adam Lallana 90k a week, so we might as well <laughs> actually play, buy yeah, that from Strike with, with that kind of wages. <laughs> You're not wrong though. Sorry, yeah, like, I, I, I appreciate he's probably a great in the dressing room. He's a great yeah. in the dressing room. I'm sure he is great experience. But like, yeah, he seems to be like almost like a assistant manager on the pitch. Like it's quite weird, like a player manager or player yeah, coach. I mean, because like yeah. his posts are very similar. It's like the boys dug in. He's almost like he, even if he doesn't play, he talks about the game. He's the vocal Whereas, like, side if, of another, if a normal, yeah, if a normal player doesn't play, he's not going to say anything about it. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, Lallana's kind of... He's, he's getting to that stage like of his career, I think, isn't he? So, role, isn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Paying 90 a week for that kind of role is 
It's a very expensive coach. Um, Ryan? Um, to be honest, yeah, proper could go. I, I wouldn't mind too much. Um, sorry to say it, but I'd, I'd get rid of Ali. Um, he's probably yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I forgot about that. He's not going to get a chance now, and he's, I don't think he's ready or got it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I'd get rid of quite a lot, mate, to be honest. I'd, I'd probably bin all of them off. I'd get rid of get, get Connolly. Get rid of the whole um, team. Don't renew yeah. Welbeck's contract. Um, I'd, I no think Basuma's going to go. Yeah, he's got it, so, isn't he? Yeah, let Basuma go because he's going to go. Um, and to be fair, he hasn't actually been that great recently. So if we can bag yeah, 50 mil for him, I'll take note, it. We should talk about that. Um, so yeah, I, I'd, I'd, mate, I'd get rid of all of them. Um, and then to come in, I mean, I'd love... I think to be fair, Brentford have not, I've been slipping up a bit, apparently. I've, I've heard they're not doing yeah, as have. well. So... You never know. If they don't come up, I'd love to try and snatch Ivan Tony off them. It'd come at a price, but I think mm-hmm. it'd be worth it. Um, or, as you say, Tammy, but he's not a prolific goal scorer by any means, but he does mm-hmm. offer you something up front, um, probably better than what we've got based on his yeah. uh, championship career. And, you know, here and there with Chelsea, he's always in the right positions, he seems to be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, he's who I'd bring on in. But, you know, what do I know? Um I don't think that's the recruitment <laughs> policy that we have, to be fair. So, mate, we'll probably sign some random, like, I don't even know, Norwegian under 20, who I've never <laughs> yeah. heard of in my life. But hopefully ends yeah. up more like Haaland and he turns into the yeah, next Haaland. That, that'd it, be all right. But. More, more, Harla- more Haaland instead of Giocarez, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, Giocarez so yeah, is not ha- it either. Yeah, he's he's not doing it. But yeah, so what who I'd go for? I'd go for out. I'll definitely yeah. I'd have to agree with some of the ones you've mentioned. So Jan Bash, I'd get rid of. Matty Ryan, I'd get rid of on a permanent. Um, I'd get rid of him. I think he's already gone. Um, He's obligation. Yeah. Oh, is he? Is he thinking to sign? Is he? No, I'm Uh, just saying he's probably is gone. I'm pretty sure. I'm like ninety percent sure. Yeah, he's not coming back. As I say, I don't think he's going to be welcomed back with open arms by anyone. So, mm. yeah, he's as good as gone. And I'm pretty sure I've heard it's a like a done deal, like an obligation. So, oh, okay. Arsenal don't have much of a choice yeah. whether he's good or not. So, a bit like the knockout <laughs> yeah. deal for them. So, you're yeah, he's gone. You're stuck he's with done. him. <laughs> you're stuck with him. Yeah. Well, no, I'll, I'll, yeah. basically, I'll just get rid of all the Deadwood. So, Dan Byrne, see you later, mate. Um, get out of the club. Just basically anyone who's just <laughs> yeah, not, not he's good got Deadwood, though. For Potter. For Potter, Dan Burn is not Deadwood because he bloody he uses is. every other yeah, true. He's awful. Clark, yeah. Clark will be his. Clark will be his, I think. Yeah, fingers crossed. And, and yeah, then, and then I, I would then, yeah, my ins my ins would be a left wing back. So maybe, and I know he got injured recently, but like a Rico Henry, that's what I'd want to see us because I know we were linked with him at the beginning of the season and I'd like to see like a, yeah, mm. basically a natural, natural left wing back. Have a little Brentford slash, <laughs> Yeah, because obviously March, I know, I know obviously yeah. March, don't get me wrong, March is the number one because he was incredible before he got injured. But just to have that good backup, Rico Henry would be perfect, I think. And I don't know if he'd he'd like to be second choice, but well, no, yeah. Kabofflik. Um, we got we got Kabofflik. But he's not he's, isn't he right footed though? Depends isn't he? whether he's, he's ready. Not like though. a natural natural. He's played both footed. Yeah, he's ambidextrous, whatever it is. That's the real I've really butchered that name. What is it? Ambidextrous. No, that's right, that's right. Ambidextrous. Yeah. Is it that's right? Fair play. Is it? I've never even heard that word before. but yeah there you go right so that's our ins and outs Uh, and then final question Uh, this is a really good one actually Um, is attractive football can you stop the podcast 
<laughs> yeah, can you start the podcast? Um, no, no. Is attractive football better than defending and getting results? Now, obviously, with Palace, because we, we posed the question to Palace, really, didn't we? Kind of similar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I suppose this is this is a sort of one back at us. Uh, Ryan, do you want to kick us off? Do you think it's better to get results and then, than playing attractive of football? It's, I suppose of course, the, it's better to get results. But, yeah. um, you know, it's not like we're playing pretty football and not creating high-quality chances. If we were just tapping it around midfield... And not doing anything with it for ninety minutes, but we had ninety-five possession, and we had you know two shots. Then I'd say fair enough. It's just pretty football with no end product. But mm. you know we've got end product, but it's not very good. It's, it's as simple as that, really. <laughs> so we're creating the chances, but we're just giving it to absolute donkeys, and then we're just skying <laughs> it or blasting it over. It's just like, well, that's you that's donkey. never going to work. So I think yeah. with with your question, yeah, it's obviously better to get results, but. One, I don't think we have a, a squad fit for that. I think our squad is fit for the attractive football to play it around. I don't think we have big units anymore to just stick a foot in and you know really go for it. And two, I wouldn't say it's just pretty football with nothing. It's it's pretty football with rubbish attackers. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're just, we're missing the chances. We're not not creating them. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'd fair. still say we have got to stick with it. Hundred percent, believe Ben. Now, what Ryan said, there's no point in me saying exactly the same thing as yeah. Ryan's Fair enough. Yeah. No, mate, fair, fair play. Um, and then, no, uh, my, my actually, only no, I'll thing... go back on that. Oh, bring Allardyce in. Yeah, bring Allardyce <laughs> in. Yeah. No, thank you. Really no, well, like, no, I, 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 agree with, I agree with everything Ryan might said. Might get a few just matches add, like... fixed for us, to be fair. If we've got a big Sam in, might get a few <laughs> brown envelopes going. And, you know, never know. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Well, he's, he's never, he's never, he's never been relegated. So you know, he must have had money on that game against before us before they get relegated. Yeah, yeah he true. does, doesn't he? He leaves. He does he what Neil, like. Do you know who, what he done that recently? Neil Lennon. He um, Celtic were just about to lose the league, and um, they play Rangers in two games time. So basically, they're gonna yeah. if they get a point or more, they win the league that game against Celtic. Uh, and he's so, like, yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not having that on my record. He's like, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Losing the league in um, March, Scottish football for you, absolute waste of oh, time. Man. <laughs> shambles. Like, shambles. When I see stuff like that, when I see stuff like um, you know Celtic nearly going to do ten in a row. And then you see Rangers come back and they ruin the 10 in a row. Not only that, Rangers are, can win the league against Celtic when they play Celtic. Yeah, that's When I see script. stuff like that, I think, I feel like surely script, this is all yeah. scripted. Like it's, I just that think is the beauty of our game. Like stuff well. like that happens so much. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Scottish yeah, football is all no, yeah. rubbish. I love, I love the old garbage. film Derby. Everything under that is just, yeah, it's pointless. Yeah, yeah, I, always I, don't, I really agree. watch it that much, to be fair. But yeah, just just to just to go back to the original question, because we're going on to Scottish football now. But uh, just to go back to the original question: Is attractive football better than defending, and getting results? Of course. So for me, my answer is: Of course, of course, you getting results is the you know it's a business result game. We're in it to to win points and to win the league. Essentially, that's what we all strive to do. But yeah, I would not want. To, I personally, it's like comparing it to Chris Hutton times, you know, we all moaned about, oh, Chris Hutton's so negative, we play really terrible football, but, you know, we survived, we got results, you know, and we all complained then. So now we've but got to look at it as well. We Go didn't on. really survive, did we? We only survived because of other teams. Like, first yeah, season true, was true. convincing. Three other teams Second were worse season us, was yeah. far yeah. from it. I mean, we only survived because yeah. Cardiff were absolutely rubbish. And I mean rubbish. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only that's reason true. we stayed up. How we didn't get relegated eighteen nineteen is beyond me because we were terrible. Yeah. Seriously, when we terrible. lost five 0 at home or whatever it was to Bournemouth, and then literally yeah. three days later lost two 0 at home to Cardiff, I was yeah. I was sat there. I was like, "This is it. We are done." <laughs> and we got finished. smashed yeah. like three one to Burnley as well. We were rubbish. 
We're rubbish. Yeah. Oh, people forget oh, that. Mate, but it, but, people but forget then, that. but then, I, I, I agree with you, Ryan. I do. But then you can argue. Well, at the moment, the way we're going right now, we're, we're going, we're heading towards uh, relegation. But we're playing amazing football. And we're looking really good. So yeah. it's like it's like a two-sided thing. It's like right, yeah, we weren't. You know, we, we well, Hewton kept us up under you know not the best football, not the most attractive. But Potter's doing a really good job of making us look good, and we're getting all these plaudits for playing lovely football. But we're still losing games, and we're still not scoring goals. So it's like, uh, yeah, the difference it's is a tough there's one. more of like a there's more of like an end goal with it. You can it's not hopeless. No, true. I think the games. Mm. The last, the final, you know, six months under Hewton was hopeless, in my opinion. Mm. And I don't like to slander him because he was just, you know, an absolute icon. But, you know, them last six months, it was just hopeless. I didn't ever mm. go into a game thinking we were going to win. I didn't even go into it thinking we were going to draw. I was just thinking we're going to literally set up to hope for a nil-nil. And if we don't get it, yeah. we will lose because we're not going to go score. So, you know, under... Potter, you're thinking, we're going to go into this game, we're going to control the game, we're going to have 25 shots, we're going to completely roast them, but we're not going to score because we've got rubbish attackers. Mm. Uh, if we had Murray... The difference under, is if with we had, Potter. Sorry? I was going to say, the difference is with Potter to Hewton, there's kind of light at the end of the tunnel with Potter, whereas yeah. with Hewton, there was no there was no signs of it ever changing and us progressing, whereas yeah. with Potter, like, we, we're so, I say it almost every week, so <laughs> close to being a good club. That's, we're literally one strike yeah. away from being a good club. Yeah. yeah no, no, yeah. a very good, very good and point midfielder. Yeah, and a goal scoring yeah, midfielder. Get a good little Lampard. Mate, just get them all in. Just get all the all the scorers. Just Lampard get Gerard, just get yeah. all the scorers in. Any any kind of scorer, just get them in. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but no, going on to Leicester then. Let's let's wrap it up. So going on to Leicester game. Uh, right. Let's start off with Yakamoda. Uh, big going into the team. Would you? I, I personally would love to see that because I thought he looked really really bright. Um, and would you drop uh, Basuma, Ryan? Let's start with those two questions: Modarin, Basuma out, or do you, you know, do you think it's just uh, uh, minor blip? He he's had two bad games. I don't think he's worth dropping because we know how good he is. Um, if we yeah, went he's still dropped, good, yeah. If we went and dropped Basuma, yeah, yeah, I think we it can't would be, be a, a stupid decision. Um, he's had, yeah, yeah. you know, let's face it, basically the whole season of consistent, very very good games. So yeah, he's had two poor ones, and he hasn't really been slated for it probably as much as he should have been because he was really bad the last two games. But I have more faith in him turning that around. Um, but the only, maybe the little fear he might have is, is his head getting turned by the likes of Arsenal, by mm. the likes of Liverpool who are interested in him? Maybe, Love maybe Island it is. Style. I mean, <laughs> you really you turned the head. No, I don't know much about, I've never watched him in my life. But yeah, I, I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him if it, if it was. Because, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you're playing for Brighton, you know, Liverpool are interested in you, of course you're going to get interested yeah, by that. So, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But at the same time, we still wanted to give 100%. But no, I wouldn't drop him. I think we still got to uh, keep him in there. But I'd like to see Moda in there. I, I don't really know mm -hmm. what I'd do, mate, to be honest, because I don't I don't understand what's going on anymore. I don't yeah. I don't have a, a reason. <laughs> it just seems to be... Well, right, it's injury, injury FC. We're playing Injury FC, so we've just actually got say, a chance. We've got a chance. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 have I, a look. They've got eight... Go They've got eight first-team injuries. Madison, yeah, Buller, Fafana, great centre-back. Perez, yeah. Dennis Pratt, who doesn't really start. Morgan doesn't start. Um, Harvey Barnes, obviously got injured in the recent game. James Justin. There's uh, some, there. some, some pretty big names, pretty big yeah. names that they're missing. So like, if yeah. there's any, if there's a time to beat Leicester, now it's is now. the time. Yeah. And like actually... you said, Ryan, I think a few days ago, oh. well, yeah, you're going to say, we do beat teams when we're not expected to. Like, yeah. We have these games where we should win we don't and then we pick up the points where we shouldn't do and it kind of yeah. levels itself out a bit now so the... I'm praying that we do that 
Now that that whole birthday cut is over, I've got my confidence back, and I think, you know, <laughs> why not? I think we could go beat Leicester, and it sounds stupid, oh, and it probably God. does, but I wouldn't be surprised to see us go and beat them. I mean, I know they've got a lot yeah. out, but but there isn't mate, a better time. The yeah, there isn't a better do. time to play them. Mm. Yeah, no, um, I actually I put a tweet on to talk going back to the um, the relegation conversation as we as that rhymed relegation conversation, um, and I said, <laughs> I think I summed it up in this quite well, if I do say so myself, and I said. The reality of relegation is so likely but unlikely that it's so outrageously, unrealistically realistic. Do you know what I mean? So if, if something doesn't change <laughs> I do quickly... do know what you mean, but yes. If it doesn't change quickly, it'll be too late. So it could possibly be the unluckiest and harshest relegation ever. But if you don't take your chances, then you don't deserve anything. Yep. But if you had to crunch Thanks. numbers yep. and find out the likelihood of relegation purely based off stats, relegation would be so remotely unlikely that it wouldn't even be worth thinking about. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's facts. Bruh. It's facts. You, you spit. You you spat some uh, big facts there. No, it's true. Like just flexing w- the facts. Like the Asian situation was like a, really. that was like a Dave rap, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> flexing the yeah, facts. Like, I got like, Asian like, English. That was literally it. Go to, yeah, that was literally uh, spot on. Yeah, the Dave comparison. Um, but no, yeah. I, I think I think a hundred percent. Like it's so true. Like we wouldn't if you looked at it in different lenses through different lenses like so you know opposition fans have, have a way of looking at us we have a way of looking at ourselves and like they just mm. don't match up like you know no. p- people think it's a that weird we're like this spectrum yeah so it's a like very strange situation somewhere. yeah yeah, yeah. We're it's in, a like very in a parallel universe in a parallel universe we're top of the league but in another universe yeah. we're rock bottom it's really yeah. strange yeah, yeah. it's really strange yeah 100 yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I couldn't put it better myself. To be In a parallel <laughs> universe, we've gone a whole season without scoring a goal, but we've had a hundred <laughs> chances a game or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, oh, I'm, mate. I'm, mate, I'm confident, Ryan. Ryan, I'm, I'm confident as well. I, I generally yeah, think like, so if there's I. any time it's to weird. play Leicester, if there's any time to play Leicester, I think it's definitely now with all the injuries they've got. And, you know, they're, they're not looking... Of course, I know it goes without saying, but they're not looking the same team they were a month ago or a couple of months ago when they were flying high. And I just think, yeah. like, now, yeah, you got because knocked out Europa League by Slavia yeah. Prague and then True. beaten by Arsenal 3 1 at home. And, and also, they had, a, they had a few decent minutes, like, first five minutes they were good, and then after that, they were shambles. And, and also, Could big, big pointer is. Surely we wanted. Do you remember how bad we were against them last time when we lost three nil? Surely the yeah, players are thinking in their heads, we got, we got yeah, we we've got to like we've got to rewrite those errors. Like that was a terrible, terrible game. Like I remember watching that game and I was like, what the hell? Like this is awful. Mm. We it was Madison so poor that day, apart, wasn't it? Yeah, Madison, Madison scored, and I think who else? Ragged. Yeah, he did. Yeah, did and he score two that day? Vardy. Vardy got one. Oh Vardy, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's when Dan Burn got done by Justin, didn't he? Like three times. Justin done burn, yeah. didn't he? Like loads of times. Justin that and Madison yeah. just tore him apart completely. Yeah, tore us apart. Yeah. But the yeah, only but thing is... Yeah, the... like you said, Merce, we've played Leicester twice very recently and so surely it's fresh in their minds how to play against oh, Leicester. Oh, yeah. And, and I'd like to see... Yeah, I'd like to see Zakiri have a decent... I'd like to see Zakiri have the kind of performance he had against Leicester. Yeah, he played Cup. really played well against one of our Leicester. better players that day. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. to be fair, the only downer on that... The only downer on that is not sounding negative, but the only... Thing is, Vardy is still on the football pitch, and all the time Jamie Vardy's on the yeah. football pitch. Although his it's record isn't, you know, the best of of late. As long as Vardy's on the pitch, there's a goal. There's a goal always. Yeah. You need to always be on and your toes because he only needs well. a touch. Yeah, he only needs yeah, a touch and he'll score. Yeah. He literally all he needs. Yeah. I think he only had like three no, touches. That's very true. No, he had ten touches, wasn't it? Ten touches in our in our game in the first half, and he'd scored two goals. Sorry, he scored one goal and got two assists. So 
If that doesn't show how good that man actually is, and in, I don't in know the what FA does. Cup game though, they only had three touches in a box in the first half. So yeah, there's progress. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, boys, yeah, another, another big factor as well. Um, another big factor in this game as well is that Burnley play Leicester on uh, Wednesday. So they play, uh, they, yeah. So they play, they play Burnley away, oh, yeah, which is a big yeah. game, and then and then they play us on the weekend. So we've got a free week. We've got like a free week uh, up until that game. So I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's gonna because we talked about it, didn't we? Ahead of the Palace game, we were like, oh, we don't have a midweek yeah. game, and it actually, I think it actually hindered us. So is it going to hinder us again? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? You know, do we want that consistent games just to like have one midweek, then play again Saturday? I don't know. Is it? I, I, I don't see. I normally, hear, yeah, I know we said it before, factor. but we normally hear professionals say that they'd rather play a game as soon as possible to get that right their wrongs in the previous one. Mm. And I think oh, well, yeah, we've got time to reflect on the shambolic display in front of goal we had in West Brom mm. and hopefully we'll score three against Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be a good we one, wouldn't it? We won't, but hopefully. Scoring hopefully. three. When was the last time that but happened? Yeah. But yeah. But no, I've got also as well, the, the final thing... No, the final, final thing for me on the Leicester game um, is that also, I know we've mentioned it a few times, but the fact that we play so much better against pressing teams that will go at us. So, you know, we, we expect yeah. Leicester to be more attacking. So, like, West Brom sat back, um, Crystal Palace sat back, hit us on the counter, fair play. Back. No, you know, fair play. They they did they they took they had a plan and they stuck to it. Fair play to them. But Leicester, they're much more attacking, and I think that's where we we come out of our shell and we play better. So that's a big 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 bonus for me is we're playing a team that actually isn't Brexit football. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think it's all it's all positives. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, boys. do you know what? I'm gonna go with it because you know how I went on that positive run. And we beat Leeds, we beat Leicester. Yeah, what happened to that? Leicester, what happened to that, Ryan? You, you, beat Tottenham. As soon as you went, as yeah, soon as you stopped um, doing it, I, we, we didn't get the results. It was the birthday curse, mate. That's what happened. It was the birthday, it was the birthday curse. It was, yeah. yeah. The birthday yeah. Curse. It knocked it out of me completely because I was just thinking, it's going to hit me again. And it did. So do you know what? We're out We're out of the birthday. It's over now. Yeah, it's March. No longer the end of Feb. We're going to think about it. We're going to think, right, Leicester. I think we've got Chelsea this month as well. We've got someone tough. So we've yeah, got a we've tough got- run. Um, got a tough but run, look, yeah. I actually feel. Yeah, I think it's Leicester, Southampton, Newcastle. So we got some games where we could pick uh, up points. Could. Oh yeah, we need Maybe to make the Carl time, Walker Peters <laughs> uh, instant as well because that's. Yeah. That either way, really either way, positivity this time. We're out of the yep. we're out of the birthday curse thing, and we're going into it. We're thinking right, Leicester, weak weakened team. We've got to right our wrongs. We're going to be back firing. I think Zakiri might get a chance. He's going to score. Um, and he's going to just love it. So it's going to be a 2-1 win to us. 2-1 um, win? Yeah. Big statement. I think that, that, I think that all the time Vardy's on the pitch that they'll score. So, um, mm. yeah, there's a chance that they'll score. So I think Leicester will probably get one being Vardy. Um, but I reckon, yeah. we'll, I reckon we'll bang a couple. I reckon it'll be 2-1. 2-1. 2-1, love do, that, love that. Do we'll well, you think we'll bang a couple? Ben? Yeah. Ben, what do you reckon? Uh, I don't know. Um, as long as we don't concede a stupid as long as we don't concede a stupid goal which we have done well obviously conceded a stupid goal against Palace maybe you could say two stupid goals against Palace and then obviously a really stupid goal against West Brom mm. I know our defence was brilliant and that's what helped us get on that really good run of those six games unbeaten and defence have kind of started making mistakes again since Webster has been out mm. so you know as long mm. as our defence is strong and doesn't make a stupid mistake and our strikers actually take one of their chances it will be a it won't be there won't be many goals in it but yeah hopefully yeah. we'll nick one I, I, actually, I reckon that's... a score draw I reckon one all 
One all. Yeah. I'll take one all. Yeah, one all. That's actually yeah, one I'll more thing one. I was going to say before we end. Um, we've noticed Adam Webster a lot now. Yeah. I think if people, anyone That's were giving him point. stick before, mate, you can see the, um, the difference in Lewis Dunk's confidence when not having Webster next to him. I think that that yeah. duo was so unmatched, like so un- um, underappreciated. Underrated. underrated. Yeah. Underrated, underappreciated. Yeah. It was just um, people you just have to give Webster stick because he made a mistake. Whereas in reality, without him, I think we, there's no mistake that we haven't won since he's been out. Is that right? I think he went out for I the think Burnley so. I think game, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and we've just been awful right. since. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Mm. I really don't. Um, mm. You know, he's, Burn. I'm sorry, he's nowhere near the level of Adam Webster. Um, right. And I think that the confidence that that Webster and Dunk have next to each other. I mean, I, I don't. I think it's also maybe even affecting Dunk and, and White because um, mm. it's just it's just been poor at times in, in defence. Um, so yeah, I, I think Webster's impact on the team is so much bigger than maybe we thought, um, and I'm I'm glad that people can finally maybe see it now because I've always liked Webster and I'm he's starting to mm. prove it now. So hopefully, when he ever comes back, God knows when that will be because it'll probably be next season now, knowing our injury list. Yeah, so our, our medical team might as well just retire because there's literally no point in having them. <laughs> I mean, nah, we yeah. have someone no, going we, miss, we are really missing March and Webster. But yeah, I was about to say, yeah. March and March Webster too. have been... March we're too, missing yeah. them too. Yeah, yeah you're right. Lamptey will be a boost. Lamptey will be yeah, a Lamptey new will, dynamic. I'm sure he'll be on the bench against Leicester, won't he? I'm sure he'll be on the bench. Hopefully. Because he'll, he'll have an extra week dy- of training. That's a, that's a massive dynamic in our team that we've been missing, Lamptey. It's become more apparent now. What could have been, boys? What could have been? Imagine we had all three fit, March... Tariq Lamptey and Webster think, all that's, fit that's throughout the whole three, season. Imagine. That's three starting defenders out for the last, like, what, month? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if, if you put anyone else in there, if, if this was Liverpool, they'd be saying, oh, yeah, Liverpool are depleted, Liverpool are depleted. <laughs> Whereas, you know, sign a petition to get them back. <laughs> so, with us, it's like people don't really care about that. It, just, it goes unnoticed, doesn't it? Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, that's actually something that we need to. Consider. Like I said earlier, no one cares about Brighton. Like Lewis no Dunk's one cares about Brighton because no one cares yeah, about little us. old Brighton. <laughs> a very, a very good, few though. portion of our population in the UK care about Brighton, and we're lucky to be some of those. Do you know well, what it is though? Do you know what it is though? That, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like that's yeah. actually a good thing for us because that means that we don't like like with the donkey uh, thing, we don't get fines and stuff like that. So if we do anything wrong, no one really cares. Like oh, it's only Brighton. Like, let them do let them do what yeah. they want. And, we're like, and oh, it also cool. means that we wind everyone up and we beat them. It really seems to get under the skin of Sky Sports. I don't know why. When we win a game, exactly. it's like oh, mate, don't get Ryan. Don't get me started on the whole Sky Sports coverage because we, <laughs> we, every time we play, I kid you not, in a half an hour preview, we get maybe five minutes talked about. Yeah, and then twenty five minutes about. They didn't even have Liverpool, pundits mate. in the West Brom game, yeah. did they? Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't even have pundits. pundits. No. It was just the commentators. That. I know it's Lee Hendry and the commentator done the pre, halftime, yeah. and post. That was that's a joke. tragic. That's a disgrace. They're that worthless to the Premier League. Yeah. They don't even and, that's the, and the funniest thing is, the funniest thing is, was that everyone was slating like how bad of a game it was going to be. Like I remember, loads of my friends were like, "Oh yeah, like oh West Brom Man- Brighton is going to be the worst game ever. Like yeah. it's a three pm, it's a three pm <laughs> kickoff because no one cares about it and all this stuff." And it was like the most talked about game on the week. And I was like, hey. "Yeah." Yeah, yeah but not but for we did lose. Reason, though, so we still was... lost yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we, we did lose. That was a that was a minor bad. Well, a very big bad thing. But um, yeah, we were the most talked about team. So you know, swings and roundabouts and all that. Uh, but no, boys, it's been a pleasure. Um, it's been a great little therapy session as per every week. And I'm hopefully people listening as well uh, can go, go through the pain with us. I think that's that's the nice thing. We're all we're all going through the same pain together. Uh, just think about it like that. If you got um, this so far. If you got this far, yep. comment Sackley Mason. Just put Sackley Mason. Yeah, Sackley Mason. Get him out. Get him out of the prem. Get sack all of them. Get rid of all of them. 
Exactly. Love that. And of course, as per every week, please, if you're watching on YouTube, please do like, uh, comment, and subscribe. It does mean a lot to us. And keep streaming on Spotify and uh, what's the other one? Apple, of course. Apple. They all. They all. Apple any, any any streaming site? Yeah, we, we're on there. Uh, we if love you listen it. on Deezer, then sort your life out. But obviously, <laughs> that's great for us as well. But it's weird, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Some people actually. I look at our look at our um, statistic uh, statistics analysis. Not, I can't even say the word. Analytics. analytics. <laughs> Go on. Analytics, Jesus Christ, we're a shambles today. Um, and yeah, some people listen to it on like I think called podcast or pod, mini podcast something, and also Deezer. I'm like, never just even heard listen of it. on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, mate. Let's not Unless they don't have, they might have. Let's not discriminate, Ben. They might not uh, have the facilities for that big man. Um, but yeah, right. Yeah, but Android, you can get Spotify. We're rambling anyway. We're rambling. Yeah, anyway, we're just waffling now. Right. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. Put down uh, Sackley Mason, and we'll see you next week. And also, actually, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I was going to oh, do one Sackley Mason. Sackley Mason and happy birthday, Ryan Adsett. Yeah, thank you. Nice. Not Ryan Rosette. So late 20, what? How's that happened? I look about 16. Yeah, that's that? actually mad. Mad. Ryan, some people think your name's Ryan Rosette because on the graphic they're yeah, looking at the text. Yeah. The D, the D <laughs> looks like a bit of an O. Yeah, it does. It's quite it funny. Does. But, yeah. Yeah. but it's Happy birthday, yeah. Ryan Rosette. It's a good job yeah. it's not uh, Ren Conter, <laughs> otherwise it'd be really confusing, like my mum's name. Be like, well, I just go there. <laughs> Never mind. At least it's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, oh, see you later. Peace. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.